You're listening to the Library Pros Podcast with Chris and Bob, a techie librarian and a computer IT guy discussing libraries, technology, and all things this side of the reference desk. Thanks, Carl. Hi, and welcome to episode 67 of the Library Pros Podcast. I'm Chris. And and we we have scared Bob away. We are surrounded by teens here at the Brentwood Public Library, and we have a new co-host. Well, hello. I am Andresito. How is everybody doing today? Uh, For today, we are coming to you from the Brentwood Public Library in Brentwood, New York. The Library Pros Podcast is a bi-monthly podcast, so please subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you find podcasts. And please check us out on Twitter at The Library Pros and on Facebook at Facebook slash The Library Pros period consider leaving a review or tell a friend or colleague about us because word of mouth is the best way to help our podcast learnership grow how do i top that seriously (laughs) how do i top that so today joining us are some amazing library peeps from the brentwood public library today joining us is tara coles the head of youth services michelle nivola right yes who's teen librarian and margaret is it osay it's set it's set and she's the head of publicity. And, of course, we have... Andresito Posada, <laughs> youth services clerk. <laughs> and then we have some teens. So why don't we go around the room and introduce yourselves. How you guys doing? I'm Joshua, and this is the Average Brand with Teens. I'm with... Oh, that's how you're going to cut me off? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> when did I cut you off? I didn't... Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Juan. My name is Chris. Q. I'm at Gromero. Ashley. And of course, Andresito. Oh, that's me. <laughs> we, we, consider Andresito. Him, we consider him a teen. Yeah. Oh, honorary teen. Yeah. He is a child. So we're going to talk to these amazing library people some of the, and some of these amazing stars that we have with us today uh, about the podcast Average, Average Brentwood Teens and about how this podcasting project got off the ground, why this type of project is important and what it means to the teens. But first, let's find out more about our uh, library guests. So that means the librarian people. Well, let's just introduce yourselves and, and say um, how long you've been in the library world. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess. First? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'm Tara Coles, and I've been here um, 15 years next month at the Brentwood Library. Woo! We need a clapping sound effect. Back for the airport. <laughs> 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 Thank you. It was real good. <laughs> And I'm the head of youth services here, which means I oversee teens and children's. That's what I do here. I am Maggie Utset. My title now is head of outreach at the library, and I've been at the Brentwood Library 11 years now. Wow. And I'm Michelle Navola. I'm the teen librarian, as most of you know. Um, I've been in libraries for about 11 years, but I've been here two years. Yeah! Together, eleven years. Oh, it's eleven, eleven. Make a wish. Oh, well, hello. Um, I'm Andresito. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I've been almost in library for almost like a decade. That's ten years. Um, right now, I am a youth service clerk, and um, it's been an honor working here. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I think it's important to talk about this this amazing library because Brentwood Library serves. How many patrons? It's it's a huge district, right? Yeah. And it's um, you know it's it's one of the largest on the island, I think, right? It's the largest 
school district library in New York State. There you go. Oh, wow. We service about 12 elementary schools, Mm -hmm. one kindergarten center, four middle schools, one freshman center, two high schools. It's massive. That's... I thought Sachem was big. Wow. (laughs) And sorry for our listeners who are not from Long Island. This is going to be a very Long Island-centric podcast. They couldn't tell by our accents. Our (laughs) horrible Long Island accents. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I find it normal, but if you have an accent, I think you're cool, which means I think everyone is cool. Uh, (laughs) Yo, that's crazy. That's why we love you. So, So now here at Brentwood, you all work in one way, shape, or form with children and teens. And working with kids and teens, you know, that takes a special soul. It's something I can't really do. So you guys work, work with kids. Um, so tell us what drew you to work with, these, with, with this age group. Tara, you go first. Um, well, with me, I just feel like they're not, I don't know how to put it, they're more creative. Kids, you can <coughs> do more creative things with children. They're not fixed yet. Uh, teens, you can have more fun with them. So say, for instance, um, you do be more creative with your programming, more art programs. Now, well, the reason I really like teens is they're not fixed yet. You know, you guys are still really enthusiastic about everything. You're open to new ideas. You can do more creative things with them. Um, and children, in children's services, you can come in and really impact with their education. Mm-hmm. You know, you start, or especially early literacy, helping families. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Maggie, Maggie come and sweep in and save her. Me, please. Well, I'm her. not purely a teen librarian, so doing this has been really fun because kids they, they can't do what teens can do, and a podcast and all the ideas that teens bring, and how many ideas our teens in particular bring has has been really fun. So this project has has been awesome. Honestly, yeah. um, as I've gotten older, not that I'm like super old or anything, but I really get enjoyment out of helping people, and I feel like teens are at, like, a very, like, big crossroads in their life, and when I feel like I'm, like, making a difference, even if it's tiny, I, like, get a lot of enjoyment out of that, and that's kind of what drew me to teens, and I also love anime, manga, video games, I'm all about that, so. So you're right in the zone, You're all about that I'm, like, right in the zone, yeah. You are a teen. (laughs) 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 Can I work here next week, next year? It's just a, such a fun Sign time up, of life. Sure. It's just a fun group to work with. Everything is just... Well, they're not jaded yet, right? Yeah. They're not... And they're so open to everything. It's just a fun fun age group. And ours in particular. Our teens are special. They... Well, you'll hear. You'll they hear. are They are very special. <laughs> they speak for themselves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let them Thank tell you. it. You will never be bored working in youth services, Ever. It not sounds that way. Boring day, never, not once. Never been bored. Never. Ever. <laughs> Andres? Uh, <clears throat> Pressure's built on you. Tell us your story. No, there's no pressure. Uh, well, you know, working here for a long time, I get to see you guys as little little dudes and little dudettes. <laughs> and um, now you're all big, and, you know, sooner or later, you guys are going to go to college and move on. The great thing about this is that what we do here is not for the benefit of us it's also but the benefit for you guys because at the end of the day everything that you learn here you're going to use the exposure and the experience out there in the real world so that is what i love about this what i love about you guys is that you guys you guys are amazing man you know no you're amazing ah thank you <laughs> <laughs> but, but so pretty much 
what we do here, man, it's awesome. And watching these kids grow, it's it's an experience for me, and I love it. Well, I have to say that, that you guys, you, you do amazing work. You guys deserve medals, trophies, and million-dollar salaries every year. So, um, so now it's, it's the teen's turn. I want to know what each one of you think about this library. What does, what does this library mean to you? Just start and go around the table. Since I talk a lot, I, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> With this library, it's really cool. I don't really remember the first time I came here, but... The, oh, well, the reason I can't is because I've gone here so many times. I don't see this as a bad library. I see it with a bunch of opportunities and not just books. And obviously, like, well, a library is supposed to be for books, but there's a lot of other things that <coughs> this library does. And as a teen, it's really cool. I don't see this as a place where it's bad. I see this as a place where it's actually entertaining. And I try to go here as much as I can because, like, you know, I made new friends here, and also the librarians are also really cool. And I can talk to them about almost anything. And also with the new friends that I've made. Wow. There's an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this library has always been like a sanctuary. Because always in my house, it's always like something I need to do. Something someone needs. Always, like in my house, there's something going on. And it just feels great to, like, just come in here and it's nice and quiet. And then, like, maybe I can go into the teen section and then it gets all yep. wild and fun and all yep. of that. And then we're playing Unos with the librarians. The security guards are, like, making jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're, like, reading manga. We're just, you know, mm-hmm. having fun in general. And it's, like, awesome mm-hmm. to just, like, even, like, after a few minutes of it, there's an activity there's just, oh, yeah, we're making food. We're making, like, vegan tacos. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're oh, cream. yeah, we're playing on VR. Uh, we're just all these, like, amazing, great things that just, uh, you can just, like, just put all your energy in for the whole day and then come out of there saying, man, I'm going back. <laughs> pretty much. I have never, ever had, like, a bad feeling in the library. It just felt just awesome to come in. And it feels so awful to get out. <laughs> but yeah, that's my take on it. Mm. Well, I just like to hang out with my friends in the library. That's it. Yeah. He Not likes much I his do friends. Here. Maybe read a book or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's only been here twice since, I, since last week. Cause I, this is my first time. You're gonna love it here. I'm telling you. You really are. I came to the library so that my friend Raja, we came to meet our friend Kaylee, and ever since that, since my sophomore year, um, I came knowing going to meet with them, and I met Andreas and all the staff here, and like came like my home after school. I come here and stay till five thirty. On Tuesdays, I go from here to my fire, to the firehouse to do volunteer firefighter work. On Friday, I stay, out till, I stay here until 9 because I feel at home here. I feel a ha- happiness. I can always go upstairs, have some fun with, fun with them, go ahead and stay downstairs, shout with Andreas, with other staff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, when, uh-huh. if need, and if I need to, the library is close to Checkered, McDonald's, a whole bunch of fast food places so I can get something to eat yes. and enjoy myself. I feel it's the best place for Sounds anybody. like college. 
In a sense. In a sense, yes. But a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I think I first came here in the seventh grade, but I'm not too sure. I just like came here and like then left because I just wanted to get a book or like a video game from one of those two, the, the things. But I'm, I come here with my I, I like coming here because I have a lot of fun, you know, with Andres and then the, the other people, uh, staff members. <laughs> wow. The other people. The other people. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you. We love you guys, dude. We love you guys, too. Don't worry. Really? What's their names? Oh, uh, <laughs> I messed up one time on a podcast episode, but yes, I, I can clearly remember Miss Michelle's name now. <laughs> Melissa, right? Oh, <laughs> I said Melissa by accident. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but I just, I just, lo I just love coming here. I really do because it's close to the high school. Yeah, I just walk here and then I walk home if I feel like it. And um, I don't know. It's just like it's a different experience than like other libraries. If I ever been to another one. Just very, very different, and I just love coming here all the time, all the time. Yeah, that's awesome. My home away from home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Yeah, Hi. <laughs> so the library to me is like a second home, like everyone's been saying. But I remember when I was in the teen section, and I was doing my homework. I always come here and do the homework, and I'm usually here till like ten, nine, only, till it closes basically because. High school. Anyways, so um, I was doing it, and then uh, Andres was like, do your homework at home. I'm like, but this is my second home. And he was like, I like that response. I right, can stay. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that or no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I always come here with my friends um, basically three or four times a week, and it's really like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just like a distraction. It's therapeutic, and you you're just in it in the moment. It's like a, it's like not, I'm not gonna say like an occupation or whatever, but it's like if I feel like when I get here, I have stuff to do, and if I don't do it, then I haven't accomplished my day. Like things like that, and it's like a task where I'm just having fun and being with friends, and then we always do jokes and teen sections. It's amazing. It's, it really it's, is amazing. <laughs> yeah. This is what we call the library gang. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And Brentwood, especially because we're in Brentwood, like it has a lot of diversity, which I also like that, and we always like. All the Latinos all in one section, and we all can relate. And like, I call this one kid, like, so I, I forgot his name, but then I called him, Yo, Mexican. Wow. And then he called me Dominican, like, because he forgot my name too. So we just like go off that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the little things. That we love. I don't know. I used to um, understand. I'm yeah. so sorry, but on my bus, a, bu a bunch on, in my neighborhood, we had a bunch of kids, and they were going to move. And I felt like rude. It was like really rude to not like know them. So I called them one Brian, and he was like, "I'm not. My name's not Brian, but yeah, keep calling me Brian. This is also my friend, <laughs> Brian, Brian, and Brian. So for the whole year, we just kept calling each other Brian. Yeah, that's Brentwood. Yeah. So how's it feel down there, librarians? It's really great to hear that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't Love even you. have to hand out candy or I know, anything, right? right? Wait, there's candy. <laughs> now I'm gonna take all my words back. Yeah, I, I want I want candy. candy. Otherwise, ah. it was all a lie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, okay. Since we need to hand out candy, we're gonna take a short break, and when we get back, <laughs> we're gonna talk to our panel about bringing podcasting to the library. So we will be right back. So now we. Okay, we are back with Tara Coles, Michelle Navola, Margaret Utset. I'm going to get that right eventually. I always pronounce it the French way, sorry. Um, Andres Porsada. 
in our group of teens. How did I do with the pronunciation, okay? Very well, very well. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> okay, so here's my first question to the, to the group. When working with teens, one of the goals for libraries is to have a welcoming, exciting, and educational place for teens to go, which obviously through these endorsements, I think you've, you've succeeded in that. What are some of the success stories that attract kids here, other than what we've already heard, and candy? So one thing I've noticed is just literally talking to them and getting their opinions. I'm somewhat new to running the podcast, but I remember the day that Andres wasn't here, so I couldn't set it up, and we just sat in this room. I think Joshua and Juan were with me, and we and Ashley, and we talked for about an hour and a half about what we wanted to turn the podcast into, and that just like blossomed into like amazingness. So literally talking and getting recommendations is... I think that one of the best things you can do. So Tara, tell us about some of the, what your experiences. Anything with food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Everything with teens changes so fast. Everything, especially now, any kind of trend, the, the trends are moving faster and faster. It just you always have to just keep, like Michelle said, just keep talking to them mm-hmm. and finding out what's current, what's the latest, what thing they want to see here. Right. Yeah. Because it's, and I've just noticed that as time's going on, that the trends are just moving so much quicker. So that's key, is just talking to them and finding out what exactly they want. But when that fails, chips and pizza. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe donuts sometimes. Every single time it's chips and pizza, yeah. Pizza. Funny teenage view, um, you know, Generation Z is kind of lonely, so we go on Instagram, and that's how we really <laughs> get... That's how we get our most recent memes. Generation to, Z? Well, I mean, aren't we Generation Z? I don't know. We are. That's why we're Zoomers. I'm confused. I'm really <laughs> confused. Me as a very elderly millennial or a very young Gen Xer. When I was in high school, they didn't have... Like, the internet was not what it is now, clearly. But trends were through magazines or through a television show or through movies. So by the time those things came through, they, you know, a trend would last a year. <laughs> The trend would last a while, and now I think with Instagram, it, it lasts for like a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it lasts for like a, a day or so. It gets funny, and then it's stale. You're right, though. It does move fast. Like when you were saying that, I just had in my head like Miami Vice. Back in those days, it was a suit jacket, and yes. you would push your sleeves up to your elbows. You wore a, a sleeveless T-shirt underneath, and you wore like. These cheesy white chinos and no socks. And Stop describing Andreas' street style. <laughs> oh, burn, burn, burn. Listen, I look good on this. That's okay. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but think about how long that lasted, you know? Yes. That lasted a good six, seven years. Right. <clears throat> now you blink and it's a different whole thing. I, I need a translator to talk to my 13-year-old now because, you know, she'll say stuff and I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, you want to feel old really quick? Talk Holy. to a teenager. Talk to <laughs> Talk to you guys. God. By the time I know something, it's old. It's gone. It's gone. So, and the minute I utter a word, it dies. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not. <laughs> funny like, doge me. Think about how long acid wash jeans would have lasted now. Oh, yeah. It's, 30 seconds. So. Wait, what jeans? It's just go, like, like Michelle said, go to the source. Talk to the kids. And yeah. They'll, they'll tell you what they want. Rad. <laughs> Rad. One one good thing. Wait, I don't know if I said this. I'm sorry if I repeat things. But one good thing that the librarians do is that they're actually recent because, like, well, I guess you could say this is a recent meme. But SpongeBob getting up, getting up a office couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a picture hanging up somewhere in in the teen section. So yeah, that was yeah. actually funny. We liked Li- it. Libraries made a, a meme wall for us. I'm impressed 
by like I am the amount too. of adults that like get it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Out of, like in my school. Oh, I, that got too loud. In my school, <laughs> it it just oh my. I don't. They're like stuck in time. It's like crazy to see this. It is. Crazy. But like it here, like oh my gosh, you guys actually get it. You guys get the you guys get the jokes, and that's amazing. I love that. We ain't that old, kid. All right. You sure? I know. <laughs> you are. You are. You sure about that? Okay, Andres, what about you? Tell me a success story. Oh, man. Oh, my success God. Success story. Whoa. I would have to say this podcast, man. The average bro with teens. Andres. 100%. Oh, you're cute. Andres, uh, no, are you I'm trying to fish saying, for I'm not, compliments? Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not trying to fish any compliments or anything like that. Andres. But I got to say this. I got to say... The time since we started this podcast, I feel like we've grown more relationships with the teenagers here in our in in for the adolescents because before we really didn't really talk that much, you know, hey, hello, but yeah. now we we cohesed yeah. a conversation like yeah. we we form relationships as friends, you know, and that's awesome. And you guys open up. Before, you probably wouldn't even open up. You probably just do your homework and go home and then that's it. But now you're talking to everybody, and that's good. You communicate. So my word I would have to say is everybody communicates, and that's awesome. I was going to that say I was going to say something, but I feel like you know I should leave it for average Brentwood teens. So if you guys want to hear the story, I was going to talk about how Andreas came up with his music career. Oh is this a God. plug? Are you I'm, plugging? I'm so sorry. I'm Instead, so sorry. we could. T- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maria. Where are you right now? Are you walking down the hall? You were walking down the street. Look at her feet. Beep, 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 beep. Oh my goodness. What's your name? Maria. You used to hear this every day in the teen section. All the time. All the time. This is a thing, let me tell you. I played it for my kids, and it's all over now. I'm sorry for the shameless plug, but I was going to talk about no, how... I was also going to do a shameless yeah. plug. I was if going you to want to hear an acoustic rendition of I, Maria... Oh, my God. Next week, Where? watch here. When? T- next week. Give us the details. We're, I mean, we're going to do another podcast on our podcast. Acoustic. Acoustic. I'm bringing my acoustic guitar. Acoustic Maria. In their guitar. Okay. okay. It's got to be a video and it's going up on YouTube immediately. And even. Of we have oh. to record it. We're going to have to record it and we're doing another podcast. So if you want to watch that, come watch it. And even and more shameless plug. Did you all heard about this cool app called Hoopla? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> It's this cool, crazy app for from the Bremo Public Library. Well, not from the Bremo Public Library. Is it from the Bremo Public Library? You can access All libraries. We can, you can access it using Oopla. your library card. Yes, Tara. They actually cool listen. E-books, movies. Books. Well, e-books. Ah, oh, shoot. I messed it up. No, that was great. Oh, thank Hoopla. you. You're good. Juan continuously talks about Hoopla to me every day, and it hurts. <laughs> Just to annoy you. I love you, though, but I hate you. <laughs> Okay, guys, so next section. Next since section. We, we, we gave the shameless plug for the podcast, you guys have been developing this, this, this podcast for a while now. And I've heard from other libraries that want to do it. They're hesitant. They're a little scared about doing it. So tell us where it began, how it started, and how it's developed over time. Well, I saw an advertisement, Little Rick, and 
someone that I know here was running a presentation. So Chris over here was running a presentation on Podcasting 101, and I love podcasts. And I don't know, it came about... I would always sit in the teen room and hear these amazing conversations. They're like the kids were here. They're so funny and just insightful things. And I would sit down and I go, I wish I could capture this. I'd go home and say, oh, the kids are so funny today. Or they had this whole conversation about, you know, whatever's going on, even current events or the political conversations are just great. And I always thought that would be like something we could do as far as. Um, <coughs> I don't know, like recording it or something. So when the podcasting thing came in, I was like, you know, that would really work with the teens. We should definitely do that. So I went to the Little Work presentation with Andreas here, and we bothered you after and said, how do you do this? You gave out the list with all the um, the equipment we would need. And uh, it just started from there. We got a really great grant for this makerspace that we're in right now. You guys can't see where we are, but it's a really great makerspace. Maybe we'll take a picture at the end and I'll put it on the on the page for the episode. Yeah. Um, so we ended up getting all the equipment and it was a big learning curve. Maggie was a huge part of it. And Andres, I'm not technically minded at all. <laughs> but they really took it and ran. And it's just been a really great experience just capturing everything with the kids and Letting them have a big part of it, you know. Even though if the beginning was rough or they were just learning how to record, I think they came away with a lot of good ideas and learned a lot technically, you know, mm-hmm. how to record. And it took a little while to figure out our format, and just for a while we would have the microphones out, and the recordings went nowhere, and right. just and but everybody was happy to talk on the microphone and clearly had something to say, but then. With Chris's help and working it out for ourselves, like how how to get it really launched and how to get it on iTunes and and have our teens design a logo and what what we want their ideas to be and that that process took a while just to, to go from the idea and getting the equipment to okay really using it and really making something that the outlet for the teens and then to put it out there. It's been two years. Has it been two years? Two years that's crazy. Yes, it has. So that's, that's amazing. That was the beginning. Beginning it was two years ago. Was when we first came up with the idea. And that's crazy. So it's a our first process pot was October last year. So about a year since we <coughs> started been recording. on iTunes. Yeah, right. but it was a while before but it was that a year too. Before we my seniors. So it's a big okay. learning curve, especially since we're not we're librarians. This is not something we go to. You know, school for this, right. and and not all of us are very techie, so it was a big learning curve. But their response has been just enthusiasm. Well, that was the thing that I found. Enthusiasm. I found it amazing that because um, you had me come a few times yeah. just to <clears throat> kind of host it and and figure out what we're going to do and help develop it. And I was so amazed. Not only did you get the same teens back every week, they brought their friends, and then they brought friends, and then it became this whole big thing. I remember one time. You guys were talking about actually developing a cereal, and you know it was in the other room, and it was there was what forty, fifty yeah. kids in there, That's so cool. and that was just like cool. it blew me away, and it was the same faces every single time. But then we've seen a turnover like every year, and and we've got a great new crew, like kids that have come up, so we've they've gone even further and took it even further, so all the new faces have meshed really well. I'm glad I did this. This is really fun. Thank you. True. It's it's and it is a lot of fun. And whether you're doing it alone or you're doing it with a group, it's a great outlet. And 
in one way, shape, or form, you're kind of putting something out there that people want to listen to. So this is a format, you know, for what we do here, like with the Library Pros, is kind of, you know, educating whoever wants to listen to my goofy podcast about, you know, different things that people are doing that are success stories. But for you guys, you guys are doing pop culture. You've, you've interviewed politicians. You know, you've done a lot of really cool things. So, um, you know, you guys should be proud of what this is because it's something that's going to, I think, continue for a really long time. I mean, it's just average Brentwood teens talk about their experiences as a teen, showing their thoughts as a teen. <laughs> Stop. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> that's I awesome. like that we can... The kids can get out there and, and just average Brentwood teens are just regular kids and express themselves and just be able to get that out there. You know, everything that they talk about every day, they can just make the show and share all their thoughts that they have. It's a lot of fun. It really is cool. Andreas, you have anything to share? Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got the sigh. Here it comes. Oh, God. Uh... Listen, cry. man. Every every time I do this podcast with you guys, I learn something new, you know. And um, it's been a wonderful ride, two years, you know. And it's keep going. It's gonna keep uh, evolving, you know. And what I like about this is that you guys are experiencing something that most, not most schools, but not a lot of schools like figure out this kind of equipment. You know, you can use this as, a, as an experience when you get older. If you want to go into radio. Or any kind of media or anything yeah. like that. This goes great also with your resume, you know. So I'm happy that you guys are having fun, but you're also learning an educational level on this kind of equipment or on podcasts. If you guys ever want to have your own, so yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the best <laughs> part too is that everyone that's listening right now is also getting something educational out of it. Whether you're learning that you know some teenagers you know could be actually smarter than you think or not I'm not not to be that kind of person but you know i mean we all do act stupid like us teenagers but we do know at least and, something andreas yes what do you feel like bringing like some like some some equipment down to the school like on like make a club club at it come to the school down to the school help us with it i was it up there so that kids who don't have time to get out of class can just come on the free period and start talking like giving what they have to say yeah, 100%. I mean, if you guys know anybody that's interested of doing the podcast and they're nervous about it, bring them down. You know, if they want to learn how to do something, you know, we're here. That's what that's what we're here for. You know, it's don't be afraid to ask questions. So whoever opens a podcast in a different library or any other section or anything like that, don't be afraid. The, the equipment looks scary, but it's really not. Once you get the gist of it for the first time and you keep doing repetitively and you keep repetitively. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep doing it over and over and over again, you know, it's not scary at all. You know, and if you if you have trouble with something, just ask. You know, we're here. Well, that's what we reached out to you because... We need to know how to do that, and that's library land. We're so collaborative. You exactly. know? If you see something another library is doing, call them up and ask how they do it. Everyone should share their ideas because why reinvent the wheel? Exactly. You know? yeah. and, and we're not in competition from library to library. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe with one library or two. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's something that if somebody in Nassau County has a question and right. I get a phone call or maybe I'm going to call James over in Port Washington or, or whatever, you know, like, how are you doing that thing? And nobody said, <coughs> sorry, trade secret, can't tell you. Right. We've never encountered that. And I've seen that not just here but across the country with this podcast with different things. Because after, after, like, I interviewed Monica Dombrowski, who was over in Illinois, 
and she was doing the um, the month, uh, the toolkit, so you can actually contribute um, program lesson plans, and then you can take from there. Um, so I've gotten a couple ideas from there. I've contributed to that, and something as silly as like we, before we went on the air, we were talking about my friend Sally down in, in Australia, um, you know, with her makerspace. And maybe she has a question about how the proof is not printing right or something like that. And then I'll bounce something else off of her. So there's never this, sorry, can't tell you, it's a secret. And that's what's beautiful about libraries. You know, any other industry, there's these trade secrets and copyrights and, and trademarks and patents. And there's a lot of no. And libraries are really turning, they talk about the, you know, the goofy, you know, the culture of yes. You know, libraries really are the culture of yes. Have you guys, with the exception of doing something really stupid, have you ever been told no? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I yeah. said with the exception of yes. the stupid stuff. Yes. Yes. Well, a lot. Well, stupid. So, stu- uh, uh, besides, besides the stupid, besides the stupid <laughs> stuff, like if we wanted to do something that was actually productive or something that would oh, yeah. benefit us, then yeah, it was always a yes. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, yeah. like you know, teenagers like, say what, stupid things. Once in a while, things. when par- parents didn't think it was safe, they said no, but. Sometimes, most of the time, they say yes. Well, mm-hmm. the whole bungee cording off the second floor isn't a good idea. <laughs> no, not, no, no. <laughs> not with that attitude. No, but I'm talking about like job searching, like going like different, looking different jobs, like all that. Sometimes they said no because of how, like because of like the features that don't really suit your person. Mm-hmm. So they they try to protect you, to try to protect you as much as possible. But they they should, they all know that kids grow up and they eventually need to spread their wings. I yeah. mean, I would like to work at the library. I would actually, too. I was about to axe after this. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you all like, co- come up with a job next year? Wait, where's the application? How old do I have to be? 16. Oh, really? I always thought it was 18. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, I'm 16. Can I get an application, please? Circulation desk. Okay, so in, in developing the podcast, what was the response from the kids who, you know, who handled the topics? You know, <laughs> tell us about... Tell us a little bit about how the progression with the hardware worked, how you actually developed the idea. Because in the beginning, we were just throwing stuff against the wall, and, so, and we were seeing what stuck and what didn't. And then at one point, um, you introduced getting guests both in person and over video chat with Skype and Google Hangouts and stuff. So tell us how that, that progression started. So I think it started with you coming in and, and the kids and just seeing – where they wanted to go, and with Chris's help, we, we figured out pretty quick, like, to do three topics. And then we had the idea to do commercials for library services. And then Michelle really ran with that, and they started recording their own commercials to, to learn, use as bumpers on Hoopla. Hoopla. <laughs> Download it. Please well, you know, do. full disclosure, I just sat in the room. You guys really ran with it. All I did was show you what to plug in. And, and you guys really just I, I was amazed after the first time we met because it was um, it, it just it just started to explode all on its own and I and in the back of my head I was like they're done they know what they're doing so you know I was just fortunate enough to come and, and just show you what the equipment does and how to do it and you guys just like exploded with it so I didn't do much you guys did it all we interviewed state senator Monica Martinez and that was that was a big setup for us to figure out Skype because we'd never done it and we were, were all nervous about it we were she was going to be on video the teens were nervous and just the experience of, of like okay what what is a professional interview like and the kids had to work on the questions and research our guest and then what's the procedure do we send her our questions so figuring out how that went and then the teens, their feedback was they wanted to interview the 
the superintendent. So we had the superintendent of, of Brentwood Schools come in for an in-person interview. And both of those have been successful, and I think now it's a lot pretty much on the teens are coming up with their topics every week, and then so, some some different segments to mix things up, some games we've tried, I think. Um, and um, I just want to give a shout-out to Josh and Juan, because I feel like they've put so much effort into, like, steering this podcast. If you want to I'm glad to call you guys my friends. <laughs> I want to cry. They're was... like, they started it, and now more people are coming. And like, I just like learning things about you guys that I didn't know. And I also want to shout out Ashley over there because she's an amazing poet. Oh, thank you. And she has a book. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, plug, it, plug, plug it, plug it, plug it. Plug, plug it. time, plug time. Plug it. Shameless plug. We're so sorry. Okay. Well, my book is called Unlimited, and it's all about poetry and stuff like that. It's going to come out in 2020, but I don't know the exact date. Okay, look out for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. How much? 20 bucks, most likely. All right, let... Hardcover. I would Unlimited. like to... Ooh, hardcover. Mm-hmm. I would like to add on to what Miss Michelle said, because I was actually going to ask Miss Michelle to, like, say something about that. But, um, yeah, when... Um, at first, when we started the podcast, right, uh, I'd like to shout out this dude, Kevin because this dude Kevin also <coughs> helped inspired it. He gave like a little push to it. But um if you listen to our like early episodes of Average Brand Routines, um you would hear just like a bunch of like kind of nonsense, but then again, it was our first time like doing it. Me and Juan didn't really come in until like the recent 3 episodes. But it's just not to say that like we did a lot, but we did help curve the podcast into something good and when we were just like miss michelle said a long time ago like when andreas wasn't here he was out in puerto rico right were you in puerto rico <laughs> he was oh, with maria <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for maria oh my god looking for maria he was yeah. giving her food <laughs> when when he was when he was on vacation and kevin came in um he said he worked with podcast people and he was telling us that we should try and like go with a structure and stuff like that and after that, we came up with a big idea where if Average Brentwood Teens actually does do good, we wanted to change the image of Brentwood because for some reason, I mean, from what I've heard, yeah. people see Brentwood as like, you know, a crazy yeah. place with a bunch of... All of our successes have yeah, been overridden by just one, just one gang shooting or something. Mm-hmm. And we were all always trying to live our best lives. We're not scared. We're not, we're not feared of anything. We all have our, t- our own lives and we all try to live into the best. So with... With anyone that's listening to this, what I can be able to say is that if you want to try anything, just go ahead and try it. Because with the podcast that we're doing right now, like, we put it more organized. Yes, it's still very loud because we're It teens. is very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we, like, we get into the mics too close. But besides close. that, we just, you know, we try to do something good. And if it succeeds, we'll make it have a benefit and at least change something either if it's in our community country continent anything i'm sorry i'm bad with geography so if it just changes anything and it does good then that's what we'll try and do uh to interject um josh uh the podcast is good already you guys want to know why your voices will be heard whether you guys graduate and you guys do your thing everything that you guys say in this podcast the whole world is already listening to it you know, you guys are the future for Brentwood. But the you guys, you guys got to realize that whatever you guys say, you are not only influencing your generation right now. This podcast is going to be heard for of all time because Years. everybody's going to listen to the original episodes. They're going to be like, wow, 
that's how Brentwood was. That's how Brentwood was supposed to be. You know, not what the news is saying or this, this, and that. You guys are the star, are the stars, the bright lights that we're looking at right now, and I'm proud of you guys. News 12, please come to us. <laughs> that's, the, that's the plug we need. It, it, it does. It bring. It gives me a sick, a sick feeling knowing that uh, people think that Brentwood is like all that. Like, oh, there's always shootings and there's gangs and stuff. When it's not, because it's a very beautiful place. At least I think. I grew up in Brentwood like all my life, and all I know is Brentwood. And it's, I love. I really do like this community because it's fun. It really is. Well, you guys are the voice for Brentwood. You are the, the, yeah. the voice that is not being heard for Brentwood. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really important in what this podcast is doing is helping to be that voice to tell the world that that's hey, our main goal. We're, no, we're not mm-hmm. different than anybody else. So you know, we're a community we're just like every other community. Yep. yep. Our main so, goal for is this to blow up. You know, we're do that. <laughs> to, be, to be heard. So focusing on you guys for a second. Talking about, you know, why you do this. What was the attraction of coming to do a podcast? And what do you like about it? What do you love about it? And what did you learn from doing this? To make it long story short for me, um, I'll be honest with you, it's mostly Juan. Because, like, <laughs> um, you know, I, I appear a lot and a lot of people know me. But I have to say, like, I do give credit to Juan. Because I, I do help also, like, with the podcast, Curve It, and, like, you know, encourage everyone as well. But I also have to give, well, I, I've said it three times already. It's mostly Juan. Juan. Me. And this podcast, I have to say, is just, it helped out a lot. And, I mean, you're not really, people don't really, like, think twice when they're in a podcast. Because, again, it's just you and a bunch of your friends in a room just talking. But... You don't really know if what you're doing or what you're saying can benefit someone because who knows? Someone right now yeah. could have been like, oh, I thought Brentwood was this, but now it's actually this. I'm going to go tell my hubby or I'm going to go <laughs> tell my sister, you know, and yeah. all that. If it, wasn't, so, if it wasn't for the podcast, I'd still be in a bubble, like, so keep, like keep in my bu- bubble of solitude, not really knowing anybody. Mm-hmm. It, the podcast helped me express myself, get people, find people that actually have, enjoy what I'm saying, find people that actually understand everything going on going on going on with me i can actually express my feelings freely and be accepted yeah that was the same thing with me like i didn't know how i was like this week and last week were like not a good week for me but knowing that i was going to come to this podcast made it a lot better like the one thing i was excited about today was leaving school and coming here so i could just be with everyone and just talking because i love that I, I, I can't think it. of a better endorsement than we that. Always, we always, <laughs> in, in, the, in the library, we, we always, we're all friends. We all try to... We all love to, each other. We all, try, all help each other out no matter what problem is. We help, help them calm down, help them fight the problem, help them problems. Yeah. We're always there for each other. Well, let me ask you guys this. Do you think you've learned any, any skill from doing this? Maybe public speaking, um, it helps you at school, or maybe um, um, you learned how to work the equipment, and that now maybe you're interested in sound recording uh, and, and how that develops into something um, else. For me, it just like made me open up more, and I just I like talking a lot. I'm a very talkative person. No, really? Yes, no, I wouldn't yeah. even think that. Whoa, that's crazy. But um, yeah, just being here may, uh, gave me like a voice here at the library. But that what was about? kind of why I wanted to bring the podcasting here. So not only it's a technical skill, 
and it's they can have their voices heard yeah. and but also they're learning public speaking they're learning how to yeah. put together how to work together as a team yeah. um, and so there's all there's also a writing component it's, and, you know. it's journalism it's yeah. how to put together a story and how to do your research and and how to lay that out it, that, i think it's that even more than the technical stuff because it's it's technology but but that's that's the least of it, I think. It's just more fun than anything, just like talking and stuff. And then, like Andres said, if I ever want to like record a song on my guitar, he said I can come in here. I was just like, well, that's cool. That can definitely happen. And I that's why that's why I love this. That's why I love, why I love Andres. Actually, that's a great segue into my next question because I know at Sachem we have a recording studio too, and you know we do the same kind of thing. Has has the this podcast thing, the equipment, the mics, and all that stuff. Has it spun off to more sound recordings? Has it spun off to more podcasts? Has it spun off into music recordings or or maybe even like spoken word poetry or something like that? But, uh, tell me about some of those successes. Yeah, Andres allows the kids so that if they want, they can, on different days, they, we can go into the, like, a, this room or another room and record our own podcast. So we freestyle on, on the fly. We do what we need to. <laughs> if we need... We we go, go in here record record some songs or lyrics that we feel are good. And we go, bounce off of that. We make music. We make, make That's videos. Awesome. Yeah, like I'm like I'm like I'm trying to write a song, and I know when I'm finished, I'm gonna go to Andres and be like, "Yo, can I ever like record this real quick?" And like you can help me mix it. And I'd be like, "All right," because <laughs> we're we're making a song. I'm uh, mis pantalones. Oh my god, we're doing that. I don't know when, but we have to finish it. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Where are you right now? Oh my goodness. Don't worry. We're gonna link. Yes. To we're gonna link the song so you can listen. Why don't we explain Maria? Yeah. He doesn't want to. He doesn't. He, he doesn't want anyone to know who Maria is. It's a secret. Apparently, he brings her food. Right. Yeah. 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 He wants to marry her in the song. The, yeah. Right, long story short, but he got song. the ring right. Pero estoy casado. I got I want to see this now. Yeah, you don't, you don't Explain the story, Andres, of uh, Maria. Do, do, the whole do, do story. the song. Do the song. <laughs> Just the song story. You don't have to say the actual. So one. Maria is the first song Andres's album of original music. Yes. <laughs> He comes in here by himself and starts recording music like like an elf in the night, and then the next day, beautiful gems of music appear. Like Maria, I just picture him here. It's dark. It's it's dark outside. He's no lights on in the room, and he's like his back to the windows, and he's just there, and he's like, you just see like his shoulders and his head and his arms going like this. Like, <laughs> My That's nasal process, cavity exactly. is broken. Yeah. Well, surprisingly, when. I, when I first recorded Maria, that was the first and only time I recorded it on one shot. It wasn't, I didn't redo it again. I just, I, the lyrics just came out of my mouth. It's like jazz. As the song was going. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, Miss Michelle was in the same room. <laughs> what I was doing. history. Yes, How do we not hear you laughing in the background? <laughs> it might be. He's laughing. You know, he, um, Andres is dying on the There's recording. A part. There's a part in There's Maria. A part. When I say roses are red, the violets are blue, I wanted to tell you I love you. And she was there. And I'm like, ha, ha, Because I didn't expect to rhyme it. So you hear me, ha, ha, Like I'm cracking up. So th- that song has a lot of inspirations and uh, uh, a past love lives from a long time ago. Not a long time ago. It happened like <laughs> Well, if you, listen, if you listen really carefully, 
there's somebody, and I think it may be Mike in the background going, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and he, definitely. And he, it's just <laughs> I'm hungry. He recorded, and it's turned into the unofficial Brentwood team anthem. We keep playing it. It's just so funny. It's this thing he came in here and recorded on a lark, and it turned into a, mo- uh, video, a video. A video, video, and it's amazing. If anyone is listening to this, click on that YouTube link. You're gonna. Yes, I will, there, right? I will put it's, it on the website. It so might yes. be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And it's like, it's actually yeah. a bop. For some reason, it's such it's a good right. song, and There's I don't know why. Actually good. And, and Andres is playing on making another one. Have y'all heard of, yeah. He's going to do wait, a slow wait, wait, jam. Wait, wait, wait. Have y'all heard Rebecca? Rebecca? No, that, that, no, no Katarina Rostova. That's the name. Katarina Rostova. But you say Rebecca. It's where he, no, it's where he's like, it's where he's like, there's so many women in his life. You have to make a movie. You know that the next step is making a movie out of you. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna? Are we gonna link your album to the website? No, 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 no. Did, wait, just, did, did just, you even? No, we're just gonna do the no, he video. He finished from it. Maria. He showed us already. But I just uh, right now, Maria and Katarina Rostova will hopefully be coming up next week. Hopefully, Ooh, or sooner, premiere. depending. World premiere. The premiere. <laughs> we're gonna watch it on this Katarina Rostova big TV. Guys. So all of this just comes from this recording equipment we have. We have this room. We have the teens and all of this. We have Andres. And we have imagination. Oh, shining star. <laughs> the creativity and the things that we're making, it just, it's just so great. It's just so funny. And it, it's amazing to see, you know, you, you throw some equipment in a room and you throw a bunch of teams together and A, Damn. the equipment didn't break. <laughs> and, and B, people are inspired. I mean, this is inspirational to hear you guys talking about how much you love doing this. What it means to you and how it expanded. So now we're doing music recordings. You know, we got Maria on the side, and you know all this other stuff. And it also spawned like you doing green screen, and now we're doing sound recordings. And now you can learn. I mean, because you could obviously you could play just the guitar part, then listen to it in your headphones and sing it. And using you know the app and all that Mm -hmm. other stuff, you can mix it yourself. So this is something that didn't exist for. For, let's face it, for people like us, you know, we, we don't have $300 an hour for an engineer in a sound recording studio. And now we have something like this, and it's, first of all, it's free. And second of all, it allows those, those creative minds and juices to flow. And now look at where you're going. I mean, you have plans of doing some recording. Yeah. We have... I don't even know what to say about Andreas <laughs> and his album. We have poets. A few of the kids are doing spin-off podcasts, too. So they'll come in when the room <laughs> is available, and Michelle will set them up, or Maggie here sets them up to record their own podcast. Right. And so they're amazing. not only recording, they're also learning the tech behind it and what it means to have an audio host, and then what 14 by 4, 1400 by 1400 DPI means when they're creating their logo. It, it becomes a process. And it seems as though it's like that drop of ink on a napkin where it, you start with that one point and it spreads right out. Mm. And next thing you know, you have how many podcasts are going to be working out of the space. That's actually very impressive. Beautiful. Because it's hard, it, in most places, it's hard to get the teens in to do something. And what's remarkable about Brentwood is you guys come back every single time. The consistency and the dedication that you guys have to doing this really is admirable, and you guys should really be proud of that. We yeah. do it every time it's available. Everyone give themselves a pat on the back. <laughs> Patting. <laughs> Padding. 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 Okay, so my last question for this segment. What advice do you have for a library who would come to you and say, how the heck did you do this? You know, how do I start this? How, what, 
what tip would you give to a library who wants to start this and doesn't even know where to start? Well, big thing is having a staff that's excited about it and, yeah. and they're buying into your idea. I just had the idea. They ran with it. And this, it's, you, can't, it, you can't do this without that. You need staff that wants to do this. It's a lot of work to start it off. And if you have a staff that's willing to jump in and learn about this and get the teens excited, that's everything. Everything else you can learn. But if your staff's not engaged or excited about doing this, it's going to fall apart. Right. It's a lot. It's a big learning curve. So that's really lucky, and I really appreciate that you guys are interested in this and that you work so hard on it. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> but it's it's it, that's the main thing is getting your staff involved in it and getting people excited about it and and having. The influencer, the teens that, that go and get their friends and say, hey, try this out. And having staff that's excited about it that comes in and they're tr willing to try these new things. And that's everything. It's, so that would be my advice is to find staff members that are engaged and are interested in this that will take it and run with it. Um, also, um, try to find a space that you could do this. Um, someone preferably that's very organized to keep all of the equipment <laughs> together and to reach out to people that have done it and ask a thousand questions. I mean, it, it, you can't do it on your own. No, it's impossible. To start it off, it's very difficult, but once you get it set up and running, it's, it's worth it. But that would be my advice, that my, is to, to get your staff and excited about it and involved in it and get a few of the teens that will influence their friends to want to come I think that's a good way to get it started. And too, also, it doesn't even yeah. take a lot of teens, just a few who are interested and you can count on. So you, you don't need a, a huge group, and but it's still worth it. It's still worth it, even though you're not reaching a, a huge program, but it's still a success. It's a great success. Yeah, and I would say don't get discouraged because in the beginning it's rough. Like, we had a lot of recordings we couldn't even put out because it, it was just, like, scatterbrain, whatever it was. I would say don't get discouraged because eventually, like, you find your way and, like, what you want to promote or what you want, like, the path you want the podcast to take. And once you find that, it becomes so much easier. And you, the outlines help. I would say write outlines, rough outlines. You don't have to follow them. Something in case, like, you get off track and you just need to get back. But... Mm -hmm. All right. For anyone that actually wants to do this, for the you know, actually has the opportunity from their library or anywhere. This is teen advice. Big teen nice advice. man. Big brain. Um, I can't wait for you to get out there. You're gonna love it. Everything about it. It's just what you want and so much more. It's amazing. I, I, I wanted to, like, quote this, like, one, like, Air Force enlistment ad I saw, but then I forgot, and I'm just like, that's the feeling I had. Because <laughs> I, I know that even after I leave the high school and, like, I'm in college or whatever, I know I'm going to come back and I'm still going to do the podcast. Well, don't forget, too, if you go to college, because um, my daughter just started college, mm -hmm. a lot of colleges have radio stations. And if they don't have radio stations, they have podcasting clubs. So that's something that you can actually explore as well. If you go to college, that's something you can do. Is, you know, you take this with it. And we always talk about bringing things in, in your toolkit, things that you've learned along the, along the way mm -hmm. that you kind of bring with you. And for, for libraries, a lot of people who become librarians, it's not their first career, it's a second career. So you bring knowledge from something else that you've done. So for you guys, if you go to college or even if you go to a, a, a trade school or wherever you go, you're always going to have this experience 
and this tech is going to continually change, but the fundamentals that you have with this, with how close you should be to the microphone, what these levels are, how to manipulate a board, how to use an iPad, you know, all these things are really important if for no other reason other than you have it to use in the future. So even if, I, I mean, I don't know how it is here when if you age out of teen, whether or not you can still use it once they, they age out. Um, but I understand, like, even your local history people are doing podcasting things now. And so it, it's almost contagious within the building as well. And what's great, too, is our adult department is now doing more new adult programs. So say, for <clears> instance, now when they turn 18 and they go into college, they're doing more programs for kids that age too so when you guys age out you're still not you know you can still have programs here so i think they are starting with podcasting so that's great and, too and that's the big attraction now how do you get the 20 somethings in right you you cultivate the teen programs and you right. continue them into the 20 somethings and guess what now you have the 20 somethings and it's really not that hard a formula um i don't know why library land hasn't figured that out in the past but um hopefully after hearing a podcast episode like this it, it spurs the idea that you take those teen programs and you manipulate them for early 20s right. and you have them coming back. So it's all part of it. Uh, uh, my last advice. Hey, it's me, Andresito. Um, <coughs> oh. <laughs> uh, my last advice. It's is certainly that, not Bob. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we miss you, Bob. <laughs> we miss you, Bob, very much. <laughs> so um, if you guys, if this is your first time starting a, a podcast, I got to tell you this. Um, it's not even about the the equipment or the teens or anything like that. But what I can tell you this is that as soon as you start this podcast, you will learn more about your community than you have ever had before. Because when you speak with these teens, we get to see from their point of view how they're growing up here and what we can do to transform. Period. <laughs> and it does make sense too because now you're you're learning about the people who are coming into the building more than just, oh, you need a phone number, oh, you need the bathroom, mm -hmm. oh, you, you need you know information about whatever you're coming to the desk about or you want a book. You're actually interacting with the people in your community. And you actually you're inter probably interacting with some of the parents as well. So you talk about trying to get people into, into libraries and whether or not libraries are still relevant today. They're totally relevant. And in, in fact, I think we're exceeding expectations mm -hmm. in what we're doing. And this is a great example of that. Um, so congratulations to you guys. This is amazing. It's been an amazing you. program. It's, it's so nice to see it grow. Congratulations to you guys. Yeah, I, yes. I, I think that podcasts make libraries relevant again because it makes people want to come back and do this more and more and more. Absolutely. I, and I like that. I like that a lot. Or possibly, uh, you know, Teams um, Smash Brothers competition maybe? <laughs> or uh, Hoopla? Oh, hoopla, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, Hoopla, definitely. definitely. Yeah, hoopla, always hoopla, and the amazing staff. Yeah, and the amazing yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah, can we give a can we get a, can we give a round of applause to the amazing staff in amazing, this room right now? Amazing, amazing staff, amazing, amazing. Well, but, I I have to say, did you want to say something else? Oh, no, no. Okay, so I want to say, um, thank you for opening your doors and letting our silly podcast come and talk to you guys. No problem. It's not silly because you're <laughs> what, what you guys are doing with average Brentwood teens. Is, is really amazing, uh, and I'm really happy that I was able to just kind of give you guys a little push off because you guys have gone a thousand miles further than, I, than my expectations even were. And, you know, what you're doing, 
I think is going to make a difference and is making a difference, not only here in Brentwood, but across the island and I think around the world. Uh, Andreas is saying you've listened to in a bunch of different countries now, too. Yes. So that means a lot, too, because people are listening continuously in other places. So if, if you're making that kind of impact just with listenership, think about what you're saying and how it's resonating with them. So that's really, really important. So why don't we take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be asking probably just the librarian people because this is the library questions. Yeah. So you guys oh. can kind of chuckle and snicker in the background. Library questions. Gonna, what? Yeah, we're going to ask library. our group our top ten library questions, what we like to call the 032 list, which is the Dewey number for top ten lists. And we always give thanks to our friend Melanie Cardone from the Longwood Public Library for naming the list of questions we ask everybody. So we'll be back in just a moment. Yeah, Melanie. <laughs> Wait, ABS. Wait, what's that? Um, that one commercial. AP. The one, you know, you know the commercial after you watch. Uh, you know, Carrie's yours. Like, oh, viewers for you or whatever PBS. before the PBS. PBS. There it is. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've, we've never come back to do the top ten list like that before. But we're back with Tara Coles, Michelle Navola, Margaret Ousset. I got it right this time. And Andres Posada. Posada. And our group of teens. Hello. And now they are the next participants in the 032 list. So the questions in our list are inspired by Literary Hub, an informative library-related news site that has stories and interviews related to library land. You can see their work by visiting lithub.com. Take a look at their site because they educate and inform library land on great topics from all over the world. So thank you, Literary Hub. So are you guys ready for this list? If you've listened yes. to the podcast before, you know yes. this list. So it's your turn. So first, and, and this is just for, for our library peeps. Okay. We'll go around and do like a like lightning round. So what did you want to be when you were a child? I wanted to be a cartoonist. A lawyer. I didn't have a specific thing. I just wanted to work with animals. I wanted to be the president of something. I don't know what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Either Colombia or I don't know. (laughs) What was your first memory of a library, and who brought you to the library for the first time? Uh, My mom worked in a library, so she'd bring home big stacks of books on the weekends. and So that's my first memories, her bringing stuff home. I remember visiting Sable Library. 
with my mom um, as a kid. Those are first memories. Um, when I was a teen, I did the teen summer reading, and I remember it was a pirate themed, and they burned the paper with clues on it, and you had to find the clues in the library. So. Did you find the clues? Yes, I did. Did you win something? Did. What was it? I don't remember. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my first memory of the library is when I was actually a teen, and Miss um, Coles and Miss Maggie over here have influenced my, uh, basically my young adult life to adult life, so uh, I give them many thanks for um, influencing me how I am right now, because I love them so much. They're like, they're like library moms, basically. So when did you decide to work in a library, and if not, what was your first career path, because so many of us start someplace else and end up here so I went to art school and I got a job doing graphic design and I hated it and I just was miserable and I went to visit my mom at the North Babylon Library and her friend is a children's librarian I was saying I love your job you know you get to work with kids and you do art and it's all the things that I love and she goes well why don't you go to library school and I'm like you go to library school have an art degree you know she goes no you can you can get your master's in library science no matter what your bachelor's is really thought about it and I, that's how I ended up doing it I went and I got my degree from post but that's how I ended up becoming a librarian does your mom still work at the library? She does. Oh, that's crazy. Did she, did she help me get a job here, too? We'll, we'll, we'll talk later, Q. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, eat the candy. <laughs> uh, I was a history major, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do, and I had a big project in the archives, and I <clears> spent <throat> a lot of time one-on-one -on -one with the librarian in, in the archives um, in the, the university library, and then... That just got me on the path to remembering how much I love books, and and then also I loved kids. So just talking to her and her giving me um, advice and just it, it was from doing that project and talking to that librarian. And then I didn't end up working in a college library, but that that led me to library school. Um, I started college as a math major. I have a BA in math. But Michelle also worked as a page. Yes, I started page. as a page on the side and in high school and throughout college. And I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. I just felt like, oh, I like math. Let me just go for that. And then I was in limbo for a few years trying to figure out what to do with my degree. And I'm sitting there one day and I'm thinking, like, <clears throat> why am I trying to leave the library when I love it so much? So that kind of, like, spurred me go to library school? Well, originally... Oh, it's me, Andresito, again. Uh, originally... <laughs> this is his origin story. <laughs> Hello, oh, goodness here. gracious. Okay. Uh, so, Buckle up. So, um, <laughs> while I was in college in Suffolk, um, my degree was uh, computer engineering. I thought computer engineering would just pick up computers and just stick the parts in there. Flip <laughs> <laughs> bloop. So, uh, during that time, I was a page. So when I went to my classes, um, they were all math classes and graphs and all of these whatnot. So I'm yeah. like, what the heck am I doing? Until one day while I was a, a page, I got promoted to be a clerk. So then that's when I realized, you know, this has room for opportunity and I love the library. And I, my dream is to become uh, basically a librarian, to become a director. So... Yes. We're gonna get there. The biblioteca. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be your boss one day. Oh my! He's gonna. Wow. You're gonna be my boss I hope one you're day. You're a good boss. <laughs> He's gonna be, be a good boss. 
Be of course. Market. Everybody gets a raise. $30. <laughs> 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 I'll never see to the Teamster. <laughs> okay, so who is your favorite fictional librarian? Hmm. I can't think of one. I'm at a loss. I've watched a lot of Toy Story 3, and there's a bookworm character. That character. Oh, yeah, Story that character. Yes. You can't watch Toy Story 3. It makes me cry. It's, no. It's well, is that the newest one? No, no there's no, no, three, three, four. four. There's four. Three is bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're all bad, but four is okay. Okay. So I got this script yesterday, and I had to research this because I... That's what librarians do. Yes. I researched no, it with Miss Michelle. It was super cool. <laughs> so I had I came upon Tammy from Parks and Rec, which oh. I didn't even realize she was a librarian until I found. I remember that episode. Yes. <laughs> so that would be my favorite fictional librarian. Uh, <coughs> my favorite fictional librarian is from the sh- TV show called The Librarians, Mr. Jenkins. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but his name is his his uh, his uh, secret identity is Mr. Jenkins, but. And on reality, he's one of the Knights of the Round's table, uh, Lancelot. So, yes. Oh, that's wow. cool. Yeah, it's a pretty good job. Awesome. Okay, so what would you be doing if you're not working in a library? Career-wise or sure. right now? <laughs> Career-wise. <laughs> I guess I would still be doing graphic design. And being miserable. Yeah, in a cubicle, making, aligning fonts and typesets. and. Well, yeah. I don't like it. So that's probably what I would be doing. Or an art teacher. That was another thought I was having. So, uh, I, I don't know. I think something else with kids, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea, honestly. I thought about this for a while, and I really don't know. I've had, like, I just don't know. It's easy. I never thought I'd ever want to work full-time, to be honest. And the thought of it scared me for a long time. Until I like kind of started working. Remember when you were into special effects makeup? Yeah, yeah. You could have done that too. Yeah, I really like. I like doing art stuff, but I don't want. I don't see myself doing that as a career because it's so competitive and crazy. But yeah. Uh, If I wasn't working at the library, um, more than likely I would have my own dance studio. (laughs) But I still will. Dancing to I Maria. I Maria. (laughs) But I'll definitely later on in life I'll see what's going on. So yes, that would would have happened if um, I would join your dance studio. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, thirty dollars. So the next question, (laughs) the next question is, what is your favorite section of the library? Now, originally we meant it to be like fiction, nonfiction, but now with so many different new things like the computer department and (coughs) maker spaces, it could be anything. Um, I really like the kids' play area. I like seeing the parents and the kids playing together. I think that's a really nice spot. They can sit and read. I love the teen room. If I need a, a break during the day, I do a lot of more paperwork than anything right now. I'm like not less hands-on with everyone, so going down to the teen room, if I'm having... I just need to step away from the computer for a while. There's always something crazy or funny happening down there. Yeah. So I really like those two areas. I'm going to say this, this room, the Idea Lab, our makerspace. It, it's new and, and it's special for us. I would say the teen graphic novels and manga collection. I've become like an addict mm-hmm. recently, and I don't remember last time I read a normal book. I've just been like eating manga. It's scary. You can't eat it. It's a book. Okay, so uh, my favorite section is the library. I would have to say 
the whole library is my favorite section. Cheater <laughs> section. Cheater, and the only cheater, reason, cheater. the only reason I say that, the only reason, the only no, the only reason I say that is because this whole, the library to me is not just a building. The library to me is an entity, where everywhere I go. I'm, I know I'm always going to be happy. So it's a lot. I can't pick one. I have the library is an thing. idea. The library is the monster for um, Monster so House. Andre, so Andre, you enjoy you enjoy seeing the toilet too? <laughs> <laughs> if I have to use the bathroom, sure. <laughs> okay, so if you had infinite space and budget, what would you add to the library? Oh God. I would like to have an outdoor space for the teens. I think that'd be a cool thing to have one day. Sure. That would be great. Relaxing. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. Do a nice breeze. Maybe a water feature inside. A, a waterfall. What about that, a water slide? Really what calming. about a pool? That's, that's a good idea. An yeah. indoor pool. Amazing. Okay. An indoor pool. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Starbucks. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but, but honestly, I would like a roof garden that you could visit if you need. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and then we can do, and then you can do like, like a little group for it, too. And then we have homegrown veggies for our quesadillas and all the different... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, but just to like escape everything, the desk for a little bit, or if the teens need like some mindfulness, just go outside and hang out in the garden. I don't know. That'd be cool. That's just like a pot dream for me. Oh well, for me, I would want a removable roof so it opens up. (laughs) So in case it's summer and it's mad hot, we can just go and look at the you know. If we open the the roof up, it'll be even hotter in here. And Uh, then the books, the books. It's okay though because. it's nice. <laughs> but what about the books? It's my budget. <laughs> but, but what about the books? The books? The, the books, books will be fine. They'll be you covered. Sure? Yeah, yeah, guys, open the trap door. Shh. Release the, <laughs> Release the hounds. <laughs> but, but I really like Hi, that. Okay, so what do you love about your library? I love, um, I love the patrons. I love our kids. I love that no matter what crazy idea we have, we could go to admin and the board and they approve these things like getting a makerspace or doing whatever crazy things we do out and they just listen to us and say sure go ahead let's go for it I, I, that's what I love about working here is that we can be creative and do crazy things so I really like that also our patrons we do have the best kids so not to, yeah. thank you we try even though I'll give you <laughs> not not to piggyback on Tara too much, but I love also the patrons, but also like everybody here is so open to like doing trying new things, which is I think like detrimental for our success as a public library. It's almost like a community center here and slash library, and I just like being able to try out my new ideas and stuff without any roadblocks, basically. Right. So what about what I love about this library? I gotta say, man, is the teens. If it weren't for you guys, man, every single day would be boring. So. Oh God, <laughs> so it's so loud you. in the teen section. Sometimes we just so, like get cold really So basically, um, keep on doing what you guys are doing, man, and just make me proud. You know, we do it for you. Make Papa proud, right? <laughs> we do it for you, Andres. Okay, so what is the weirdest, not necessarily worst, but weirdest thing you've ever seen happen in the library? I can't repeat the weirdest things that ever happened here. She can, she can. But but what I can tell you is we have a library ghost. You guys do? We have a library ghost. I have witnessed things fly across our office. (laughs) 
<laughs> no way. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm wow. sorry. Well, the guys. The reason why I laughed is because. I'm sorry. The reason why I laughed is because I was thinking like some person was just mad. And then, like, they just threw something across the room, and you thought it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I it does get a little cold sometimes when it isn't supposed mm-hmm. to get cold. And like, I've seen, I've seen. All right, I'm sorry, a ghost off off track of the question, but like, one time I was going to my bathroom in my grand uh, grandma's house downstairs because I used to live there, and like this black figure, like you could clearly see it, ran from. Uh, um, this door into my mom's room, and then later on, I figured out somebody like died or killed themselves in there. So, yeah. Okay, Yo, continue. That's crazy. There's a podcast episode in that. There is. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, there has we to be. Do ghost stories. Yeah, we yeah. should yeah. do ghost stories. We'll turn off the lights and put those. So <laughs> 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 All right. To be continued on an average Brentwood teens yes. podcast. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier today. Just the phenomenon of the solar eclipse, which I'm sure a lot of other libraries will share, of 2017. The, the amount day. of interest in in that eclipse and those glasses was incredible we'll and in unprecedented. So that 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 was the the weirdest. Um, this is actually Tara's story, but I remember it at a movie when a man tried to bring his pet turtle into the movie? Oh. He sure did. He Wait, sure what? did. Yeah. Explain, elaborate. Um, a large box turtle wrapped up in a blanket like a baby. His little, Aww. what are those? Little flappers? Flaps. Flaps. What are they called? They're little flippers. Paddles. Just say his flippers. Hanging paddles. off the, over the blanket and just looking out like it's a baby. And I said, <laughs> sir, you can't bring the turtle in here. And he said, it's my emotional support turtle. Aww. Aww. Did you kick I'm, him I'm out? I'm sure the turtle feels the same way. <laughs> Did you kick him out? We can't bring animals the man, in here. The we turtle. can't bring. Tur- we can bring emotional support dogs and emotional support mini horses. You can bring horses into I'm gonna the bring library. All my horses. I'm going to bring my big dog into the library. The then. It's an emotional support dog. You can. It makes me very happy. But that was strange, I, a turtle. I used, I used to have a box turtle that we let out, let out of his cage and he ran around the house. Aren't turtles supposed to be slow? That, that one was not slow. All right, continue. <laughs> that one was not slow. Andres. Oh, what is the weirdest thing that has happened in your library? Damn, man, it's got to be me, man. I'm the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> So very true. That's hundred percent me, man. I keep coming so up with some weird things. Very true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there you go. Yes. Maria. Pretty much. <laughs> that would be my answer. Where are you right now? I, I don't think anybody would disagree. <laughs> Always hire enthusiastic people. Yeah. You can teach Indeed. anything, but you can't teach somebody to actually care or want to put energy or effort. When you see Period. somebody like that, you don't let them go. <laughs> Period. Period. Okay, so this is a loaded question because some of them are sitting here with us. Who's your favorite patron, regular patron? I want to hear this. <laughs> Yo, I don't come here regularly, so you better choose me. I That's kind of I can't answer oh, that. I can't answer that one. Yeah, it's so you hard. can't answer that. That's, That's kind of mean. That's too hard. I played I, the fifth. Yep. We've never yeah. actually had a podcast with patrons in the room with us, so this is a trick oh, question man. at this point. I can answer you this can't question. Answer that. No, you oh, can't really? That. Okay, oh, really? answer it then, Andres. You better not just say the children. Is like, Andres, I hope they hear me. Let me say my answer. Hold on, guys. Hold up, hold up. So... My favorite patron. 
I would have to say is Alberto. <laughs> no, I would have to say everybody. <laughs> you said patron, Dave. <laughs> patron. In español is patron. So oh. There we go. Ah, there we go. So there's everybody. <laughs> That'll be my answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> so our final question. What are people without library cards missing out on? A lot. Hoopla. <laughs> Hoopla. And then the video games that we have. I, you know, you guys are so amazing. <laughs> Great selection of books. Remember, yeah. remember to download Hoopla yeah, and use our, our promo code. Brent, I'm kidding. Access to um, computers, switches, our, um, drawing tablets. What else do we have? I keep, keep going. Keep going. Guitar, um, guitar lessons. The... Uh, we yeah, have tutoring. We have switches. Oh, yeah. Podcasting oh, yeah. equipment. Brain fuse. Family uh, movies. Movies. Wait. Food, food, food events. Basically anything that's fun <laughs> and museum minus passes. the book. Museum passes. Oh, wait, there's museum passes? I never yes. knew that. I thought yes, I never heard of Just continue this. To Bronx Podcasting. Aquarium, right? Yeah. Is any, anything fun, anything you can think that is fun, you most likely... Probably need a library card. And it's here at no charge unless you have fees. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even just the price of one book, a hardcover book is $30. Sure. How many do you read? It's, I would. It's just if do you, you want to save money? Do you want to save money? Get a library card. Do you like keeping card. your money? Do you like money in your wallet? Get a library card. Get a job. <laughs> My favorite thing that we have, honestly, is homework help. You know I'm obsessed it. with it. It is great, isn't it? I wish we had this when I was a kid. You can uh, upload a paper you've written, and they'll proof it and, and give you yeah. advice on how to improve. We've your used paper. that a bunch of times with my daughters, yeah. Especially for Amazing. the college essays. It was great for college essays. Amazing. Yeah. And so, if you don't want to waste money, make sure to get Hoopla. You, hit, you, you can do that. Right. You hear yeah. that, Christian? But use the library. We don't, love don't Hoopla buy here, books. clearly. <laughs> I'll buy them. Whoa! <laughs> Come to the library and help them out. Maybe. Well, I think about it. I have to say, this has been one of the most interesting episodes I think we've ever recorded because we have we have patrons in with us that are teens, and anytime you add teens, you never know what you're going to get. But you guys are awesome. You're awesome. So thank you for coming you're and being such great sports for answering, <laughs> answering our <laughs> silly breath. questions and for 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 being in, on the podcast today because this was really a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. So let's get let's thank do the you. plugs. Right, Average Brentwood teens, we can find you on. The Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> or I don't know. I, to say, I don't Google know. Play. Don't Stitcher, forget about Google Play. Spotify, iHeartRadio. You got to listen to the Average Brentwood Teens at the, the Brentwood, Brentwood Public, Public Library. There it is. We got it the fifth time. <laughs> wow. So I'm floored. So this is where I get to read my uh, my ending. So this is this is the uh, the end. So thank you guys for for coming. Thank you. And we are gonna say that. That's all the time we have for this edition. If you have any questions or comments about our show, visit our contact us section at our website, thelibrarypros.com. We'll also have links and photos from this episode on our site, and we're definitely putting the video on the site. So, and it, don't forget to visit us on uh, Twitter at the Library Pros or on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/thelibrarypros, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend because that's how we grow our listenership. A special thanks to our post-production engineer and producer, Dean Meyer. And remember the opinions stated by the library pros and the guests are those of Chris and Bob and not the Sage Public Library, the MS Clark Memorial Library, or any other library. So we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Love Bye. you all. Yeah.
You've been listening to the Library Pros Podcast. The Library Pros are brought to you by Pippin Productions and by the Library Pros themselves, Christy Christofaro and Bob Johnson. Special thanks to Sachin Public Library for providing space for this podcast. Until the next turn of the page, I'm your announcer, Carlton Welch.